Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Carl, who wrote the theme song. Hi, Carl. Hi. Just wrote that theme song. You should follow me on Twitter. Yeah. At Carl underscore, 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 underscore. Eleven underscores. I could have just said 11 underscores, but I said, said Carl, underscore, 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 underscore. That is so redundant. What a redundant way to start the show. Welcome to L-W-A-F-F-L-M-O-Y-L-L-O-T. If you are listening to us on podcast, it's because you searched for L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Not redundant at all. That says for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, which we do live. Today is uh, April 14th, 2019. And uh, every 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we stream the show live on mutinyradio.fm, which you could go to the website, find the uh, link, and listen and donate. Hit the donate button. Or you just follow us on our podcast at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Just rolls off the thumb. And we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie today? We are watching Moving Violations. Moving Violations, Moving Violations. That's what you put in the search. 1985? Well, uh... Wow. The, 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 I'm, yeah. I feel a little old. All right, yeah, so... Mo- yeah, 1985. Right. <laughs> and the, the one I recommend is... I don't know. It's maybe Spanish. I don't know what it is, but it's U-R-N-E... B-E-S. Na talk ovima. All right. Moving violations. Who's hosting that? That's who I'm talking about. It's U R N E B E S. Right. Well, that's the title of the link. The title of the link looks like it's a different language for moving violations. It is Igor. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. So we have the uh, Countdown King. I-G-N-J-A-T-O-B-I-C. Carl, we want people to click that link and hit pause immediately so it's a zero, zero, zero. And then we're yeah. going to have the uh, master of descending numerals, the uh, Countdown King himself. Let's get ready to Brumba, Paul Brumba, on the, one of the mics <laughs> that I just put on. The All mic. right, there we go. One of these is going to work. You guys know what to do. Put that finger over the triangle and do it in three, two, one go. Thank you, Paul Brumbaugh from the Edge of the Sanity Podcast. Thank you. 20th Century Fox. That is so last century. <laughs> you think that finally bit bit them in the ass? It won, it won everything to become public domain anyway from the 20th century. They uh, didn't do 21st Century Fox. No, there is. There's a 21st Century Fox. Oh, that's lame. It's gay porn. They took the name of 79. No, no, it's actually 20th Century Fox. Now, this is our main bad guy. 
it's a lot. So one thing about this movie, which chances are people have already seen. Probably. Yeah. This is a, it's been a staple since it came out. It's a theatrical hit. It's a ripoff of Police Academy. Let's just face it. And it's a ripoff of Dilmer. Let's just face it. Okay, so yeah, the stars just said John Murray. Okay. So That's it, right. Yeah, like Bill Murray, say. He acts like Bill Murray. Okay, he's meeting Robert Conrad. Robert Conrad is, you know, like the chief. Your record's unblemished. Okay. You deserve it, Hallie. And he's saying, congratulations, you're Tell getting you your promotion. Me, and this guy's like, I'm all military. You know, like talking, like, and he goes, oh, okay. And he's like, what a tight ass. He's like, so he's a real cop. So this is more... That guy's a tight ass. He's getting a promotion. So right there, for, and Neil Israel is the director, and I believe he was yeah. involved in uh, Police Academy or Bachelor Party, I believe. One of my favorites. Well, he wrote Bachelor Party. <gasps> Godsend. Okay, so and everything's good. He probably was its director. Not right in front of me. By the way. Uh, here's the lady cop, motorcycle cop. Right. This is the partner in crime. He goes, I got my promotion. And she goes, good. I got my period. And he goes, whew, that was close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is like a feel for guys to start off. Yeah. We can relate. <laughs> Birch, you see Birch Freeway, Birch Police Station, yeah. for it's Birch County. They'll be at Birch County Courts. Now, is this uh, filmed in Chicago or Toronto or... L.A., I believe. Wow. Yeah. All right. Good. I like L.A. movies. And there he is. I could be way wrong. Let's just take a look. Oh, he's playing harmonica while driving a truck in L.A. Right. It's James Brown, I Feel Good. And Sally Kellerman as... Hey, it's Sally Kellerman. Um, as Loretta Swift. <gasps> if you get that joke. Yeah, because Loretta Swift played Hot Lips Hooligan in Hooligan yeah. ha- Hooligan in Mass <laughs> TV show, whereas right. Sally Kellerman played the original Hot Lips movie in the original movie, and she's in my favorite movie, Meatballs Three, as uh-huh. the uh, ghost of a porn star, who the only way she could get to heaven is to get Patrick. Uh, yeah, we did that. No, we never. Dempsey uh, laid. He was working he? at a uh, a summer camp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did we do that one? Him. Police, yeah, yes I mean, means no. Oh, well, no. We we did School Spirit, no, yeah. right? Where a guy, a guy becomes a ghost and he haunts yeah, the lady's locker room. All right, so here um, they are. They're on the street. We, We're on the street. Okay, he, he's going to get pulled over. That's what this is all about. He's going to be a smartass when he gets pulled over. And it's just going to get under their skin and irritate them. You know, he's playing the Tom Arnold role, right? Like, he's just like a no. non-evergreen, uh, white, ageless white guy. Smart Alec, Bugs Bunny, Deadpool. I guess I see your point. But the in, okay, the fact of the matter is, this guy's performance is Bill Murray. There's, it's just the, from stripes, from, you know, laughing at authority, being sarcastic, uh, you know, a charming smart ass. There he is. He's it's got his glasses. Oh, now his glasses are completely off his face. Carl, <laughs> I spot the difference. It's a little Sunday puzzle now, for me. This cop is Stacy Keach's brother. 
oh, James Keats, because the name Keats yeah. stood out, and I knew that it was. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking what I'm thinking? Is there a hair lip? <laughs> Under that mustache. <laughs> now I'm thinking that. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> Should make well, fun. You might recognize this guy from National Lampoon's Vacation. You remember that dog was dragged by the car? Yeah, that was, was the, the most same same cop. Yeah. He just likes the uniform. Way to go, man. I bet you that's why he was cast here. Well, right. Well, they needed someone to pull it off. He pulled it off. But he has a, a major credit, so he's here throughout the film, right? Right. He is the bad guy. Da, 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 da. Now, this movie, like, it reeks of Police Academy. There's no way this movie, yeah. like, takes this whole vo- vogue of taking uh, from 40 years ago 30 years ago of taking any formula and pushing it through the police academy like we watched mm-hmm. a film called Hamburger University right Hamburger the movie yeah and yeah. it was about a hamburger uh, franchise school business school that it was like had yeah. a dormitory and sleepover and police you know drills because that's what police academy did well there's even a police academy actor in this Oh, really? Police Academy 3 he was in, uh, Citizens on Patrol. It's um, Brian Backer. Okay, well, we'll point it out. Is that cocaine on this? You'll face, yeah. You'll recognize him from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Growing yes. Pains. What is this powder? Okay, so she what thinks it's cocaine. Huh. Right? I'm a so he's like a plant guy, so she exactly. snorts a little fertilizer. You're in big trouble now, mister. Really pissing them exactly. off. Exactly. Smart aleck. This is like the worst architect. This is not a bad role model. Guys, <laughs> yeah. don't grow up to be this guy because you will get shot right. in the face the moment you say That's anything. Right. Yeah. In the movie, we like you. In real life, fuck you, jerk. Fuck you. You just made me lick fertilizer. You fuck your face. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Get out of the car, bitch. Okay, here's Wendy Joe Spurser from uh, Bosom right. Buddies. Yeah. And uh, yeah. she's putting 16 volleyballs in her back truck. All right, I'm ready. I'm strapped in. I'm strapped in, Carl. I can't wait. All right, here we go. Now, this movie, like, it's classical music and farting, right? Oh, my God. She's a hypochondriac, right? Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-oh, see, our eyes are not on the road. Yeah, phew. Oh, that was close. That was close. Thank God there's like, no! Bowling balls. You can see a fly out. Anchorman 2 must have ripped this scene off. Here he comes. Hit the people. Whoa! Strike! I thought that was going to be a, a you know, spare for a second. Let's see if it hits him in the head. Scott Bayo. Just kidding. Wow. He was, he'll do anything then. <laughs> yeah, he'll take, he will take any role. Yeah. Okay, here comes okay, the, here comes the, the park. Right in the balls. Right in the balls. That was the 40th take. She was also the sister in Back to the Future. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, she had a she had a good career. She passed away from cancer, but she was also in a movie. Uh, her last real big show was Babes on American Fox. Death. Oh, which one? Babes. It was a sitcom on Fox during the nineties. Gotcha. Well, but yeah, she she's in I Want to Hold Your Hand. She's in 1941. She's uh, oh, Bachelor Party. We mentioned she's oh, fucking yeah. great in Bachelor Party as the wife of the right. of Tom Hanks' brother. There better not be prostitutes. This is um, a police academy guy. Well, in, inside the puppet uh, trailer yeah, that the they just... Here. Oh. Right. This is how he gets his 
moving oh, violation. He's in three. <laughs> I wonder if he's the lover. Okay, the the. Uh, well, he gets a girlfriend in this movie. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, that's an image. There goes the puppet theater. It's the reason why you don't have wheels. It's a long-running really? sh- uh, show. It started from top of the hill, and then it's been going on since <laughs> the bottom. You think it was San Francisco? Twelve. Nah, just a puppet stage. Sometimes See, you walk the streets of San Francisco, and it's like you're in a like a the uh, the bad guys hideout at Batman. Oh, because you're walking at an angle. Yeah, it's all tilted. When you walk the streets, you expect to see the penguin. It's so tilted. Oh, yeah. And don't tell Let me tell you, man. Don't get me started how about how twisted Lombard Street is. Am I right? Oh, boom. <laughs> a coffin just Perfect fell into a hole. And then they just so they start to bury it. Yeah. Yeah, you wait shoulders. a second. You wait a second. You shrug your shoulder. Now, here's Where's the Beef. You like to see this lady. Where's the Where's the porter? Where's the taxi? Where's the location? (laughs) No, no, she won't. It's Clara Peller, ladies and gentlemen. The late Clara Peller from the Wendy's burger commercials that were so popular in the 80s. They were even used in uh, political debate, right? Didn't George Bush Mm -hmm. say, where's the beef about... Oh, no, Michael Dukakis. uh, The Simpsons made a reference to it, too. I did. I, I did see that. Um, it was like voodoo economics or something. And he goes, "No offense to you, Senator, or where's the beef?" But where's the beef? I forget exactly. I saw it live. Oh, <laughs> oh, how Dan rather than all of us laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Ellerby said, "Well, that's the way it is," and so it goes. No, Clara Peller could not hear well, and so the director had to like yell, really. Now, her friend, her, uh, I, I've seen her in a hundred million things from the 80s. She looks like Sylvester Cat. Uh, she looks it's, like um, Tweety Bird's owner. Nidra Bolts. And she and has Tweety she Bird has at her house. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a poodle. She's mistakenly thinking it's her friend. And she's like, oh, you got your hair done. Oh, she's in the wrong car? We're establishing that she can't see. Now we're about to. Oh, and she's going to drive. Uh oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I smell a moving violation. Right now, they haven't even started the car, so it is an idle violation. Mm hmm. Oh, she's in the wrong car again? No, no, she's in the right car. All right. Now they're going to order a hamburger at a drive thru. Nope, but she will not pay homage but that one time to Where's the Beat. She's like, Now you look know, where she goes. Uh, the what, the freeway? Only. No, oh. She went to, like, the tarmac. <laughs> oh, right on. Well, she can't, you know, she can't help it. She's, yeah. <laughs> She's blind. She's blind. And now, um, Clara Peller will give us the best acting. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, let's the get the, I'm cranking acting. the volume up for some Clara Peller. I won 15 bucks. No. She's a reference from 35 years ago. Damn buses always in the way. It's a bus. I hate driving in there more. Yeah. Oh, Grab oh, oh. Come on, buddy, let's oh. go. <laughs> there we go. She's faster than the plane. Oh. 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 <laughs> it's oh. quality work. Oh. She's still going. She's still going. Oh. Oh. 
this was really an abandoned runway in uh, the Mojave Desert. Oh, Desert that's, I think uh, all I know is I'll have what she's having. Am I right? Two high fives. Oh, finally, okay, Los Angeles is, Donut Hole. Right, it's very famous. That's but it's not. I think it's fake. People. It doesn't look like Randy's Donuts. Maybe it is it's a donut. It's been in a lot of um, films. Okay, so there's a place called Donut Hole, and I'm unaware of it. I'm unaware of a donut shop. Right, it's the whole donut. Oh, look who it is, oh. Bill Murray. I mean, I mean, uh, John Murray. So let's let's uh, face it. John Murray is a sibling uh, of Brian Doyle Murray and Bill Murray. One and, of men of many. And he was in Caddyshack, I believe, or involved in it. But he's a golfing. Uh, he was involved in Caddyshack. Um, Didn't they have like a golf? I know they have a charity, and he's involved. And I'm sure he always. is. And I know they had a Comedy Central show, right? Like the Sweet Spot or something like that, where it was just them golfing. It was the Murray brothers playing golf. <laughs> and, that sounds exactly right. Yeah. So he also starred in this movie, which, you know, he holds his own. But it, you're absolutely right. They have him playing the uh, Meatballs character, the Stripes character, the Bill yeah. Murray character, as it were. He's a Scrooge, right. I believe, too. And Kedishek, he was associate producer, it says. Oh. No, no, he was a production assistant. Production assistant. Executive producer, production assistant. That's the same thing. So they're telling John Murray, move your car. <gasps> and he's like, no. And so they're like, okay, there's violations on this car. That's a broken taillight. He broke the taillight of the Oldsmobile. Oh, she did too. You know, that Oldsmobile, that's from 85. Right now, it would be a really Oldsmobile. <laughs> Look, yeah. he's still smirking and telling punchlines. Well, you see, it's not his car. Oh. And he knows that, and they don't. That's a classic joke. <laughs> That's from uh, Peter Sellers from Pink Panther. You said your dog was armless. That's not my dog. <laughs> that is not my dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. No, yeah. Um, I was doing it like who, so that was a mistake. Now, look whose car it is. It's Lucard's or Robert Conrad. You know, I, uh, I think he meant Lassard. Lassard from Police Academy. He's Lassard. Okay, this guy's cheaper. Okay, Robert Conrad accepted this role because he regretted not taking the role of Commandment Eric Lassard yeah, in the hello, Police Academy yeah, movie. It is him. It's spiritually him. <laughs> they just—they take. Comedy traffic school, which you have to spend eight hours just so you can get your tickets <laughs> written off, and they turn it into like a police academy uh, yep. comedy. It's strange. Well, me, um, Mr. Israel did go to traffic school, and that's why he wrote this movie. He said oh. the traffic school was very boring. There's no, they just made all this shit up. This movie does look like he wrote the script in eight hours during traffic school, <laughs> especially the part about the doodles. Which you know, because oh, he also says this. I interviewed a lot of people, including a man who owned a traffic school, but his stories were boring. So we just made uh, up everything. What what stories for traffic school? You get in, you sit down, you feel awkward around everybody. The one guy <laughs> gives you the creeps. The coffee is bad if there is coffee, but you brought coffee and you're trying to drink the coffee. And then the person comes in and it's comedy traffic school and it's a comedian who also does this on the side and you get information and you introduce each other. And then the comedian does a tight five in the noon. And then, uh, you know, one time I, I, we were hanging out at like a Marriott bar and we were brought in because the conference room next to the bar had like a, one of those private doors in the back. 
So my friend who was hosting, doing the hosting, he was running a comedy traffic school. You have to spend a whole day there, fill out, take a test, and then you can get absolved of your traffic moving violation tickets. But right. You, but it's comedy. So there's a comedian, but it's the afternoon and you're in a conference room of a Marriott. So you open up the door that's adjacent <laughs> to the bar and we came on, we went in and was like, all right, so let's, uh, we have a special comedy show to wrap up today's uh, class. Now let's bring in fresh from the bar, Mike Spiegelman. I would walk in <laughs> with a soda. Hey guys, how's your legs? You want to take a stretch? You know, that type of shit. <laughs> that that would have been clever, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is the judgment. It's like you are ordered to go to Moving Violation Academy. Right. Well, what she says is we're in, we're in, we're holding your license at the clerk's office. It's, we're uh, impounding your cars. Wow. You're going to take traffic school, and if you don't pass traffic school, we're selling off your cars. You got Sally Kellerman. Yeah. Yeah. And police academy guy. See. Yeah. And Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. There Aww. she goes. Man, her hair. I thought she was the poodle from the car because yeah, of her hair. Yeah, poodle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's hear 1980s Jessica. Amy Hopkins. Well, I'll see you in class. Voice has not changed. Not changed. Keep the hairstyle changed, so unfortunately. Oh, here we go. You got him on. Oh. He goes, hey, you're no oh rocket scientist, he said to the guy Thanks. on the side. Well, bye again. We'll uh, listen, I'm going to be taking a cab to the class, so maybe I could pick you up or something. Oh, no, that's all right. I'll get somebody from work to Where drop do you me work? Off. Oh, where do you work? NASA. I'm a rocket scientist. What? I just dropped my coffee. And the rest I spit take. spitting thing? Yeah. No, I, well, I'd, and I'd let go of the cuff at the same time. So, I sprayed your face and your feet. Okay, day one traffic school. Da, 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 da. Here comes Clara Peller. She Whoa. can't see a thing. Oh, it's her first person view, just in case you look at the There's joke. a free seat. You see, it's got the little desk fold thing. Oh, <laughs> she doesn't recognize. Oh, oh. She doesn't feel that there's a thigh under her crack. She's sitting on a guy who has a broken arm and she just fell off his lap. Wait, don't talk to people who aren't watching the movie. Oh, right. You have to be watching this movie with us. The whole point is half the experience is to listen to the podcast. (laughs) If you don't believe me, go to our Facebook page. I know. And her hair is crazy. And she's got, I don't know, she's wearing this uh, blanket. It's like a 50s throwback kind of looking. Yeah, in the 80s. With the 80s punk rock of New Wave look. Okay, I give it a thumbs up. <laughs> and that's been our fashion report. Now, the guy on the our right. Yeah. He's um, like a gore hound. He just like well, loves gory movies. And that's his stick throughout the whole thing. And, and so he's talking about it. Like, hey, so a cannibal holocaust, when the cannibal ate the holocaust, that was pretty scary, right? Oh, oh <laughs> I find you quirky. Well, I'm sure they'll warm up to him. He should be in summer now, school. Now, Bill Murray comes in. The movie. And he goes, okay, people, settle down. Everyone take your seat. I mean, yeah. he does the Bill Murray. I'm cutting your albums, man. Really the good. good to have you on board. Hey. Hi. He's a Macklemore. Can you do that? Can you do the Michael Come Keaton, on. like, uh, okay. alpha, like, I'll be your instructor for this evening. 
Please rise. No, yeah, I guess so. Come on, up, 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 hey, up, you up, know, up, everybody. Michael J. Fox was offered this role. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, he, uh, his phone service was disconnected by mistake. That's the only reason why he didn't take, <laughs> immediately call back. <laughs> well, he would be like, yeah, I guess, well, I mean, 80, he, Back to the Future was oh, such a hit. he would have done fine in this. He would have done it differently. Yeah. Well, this is the template where, you know, it's like the last time, Night School is a great movie, but it follows that, that summer school aesthetic, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the Bad News Bears, but they're a class. So you meet everybody and they have a little quirk and then you have the test at the end or the regatta as it were. And they either pass right. it, they have to wait to say, congratulations, <laughs> John Murray, you have passed. Look, he's still smirking. Reunited at last. So now, by a coincidence, it's James Keach and Chick again. Oh, right. They meet again. These scenes just build up. Pro-acid rain, really? Mr. Cannon, we're your traffic school instructors. What? I said we're your traffic school instructors. Can you you speak in a normal tone? There we go. (laughs) See, all you had to do was ask nicely. You know, it's a true story. It's a little bit of movie history. Uh, Groucho, Harpo, Chico, Zeppo, and uh, Gummo all died when this movie released, knowing uh-huh. in satisfaction that they could, they could rest peacefully, knowing that their traditions role of comedy continues. This they like, offered Beethoven this role, actually, not just Michael J. Fox. You know, the dog Beethoven. But from the he movie was Beethoven? really obnoxious... Um, do you ever read that book of, that talks about his backstory? He was a bit yeah. of a drunk. It was called uh, Hollywood Dogs That Drink. And he, oh, yes, yeah, yes. he was a really angry drunk and loud. Uh, the scene where he sprays water all over Carl, uh, Charles. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was a great scene in the film. Completely improvised. He, it was not what? in the script. He was just being an asshole, just spraying oh, water all God, over the, sounds... the, his bed. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, it was interesting. Story. I'd hear you'd hang with him, and he was like, you were just drinking your beer, and he would like. Oh, he would go up to you, and he would knock yeah. the red solo cup out of your hand, and he's like, ba 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 ba. Beethoven, bitch. Whatever happened to Beethoven? I don't like loud drunks like that and stuff. I mean, I kind of like mean drunks. Um, there was the one on Brady Bunch. Uh, he wasn't abrasive at all, but he was... Tiger. Yeah, so Tiger, you know, like... Yeah. But people really hated... Uh, the late Robert Reed, who played uh, Mr. Brady, he actually complained. Right. He couldn't work out, he said, in the He was a real set. actor. Yeah, he was a real actor, and he said that the kitchen set smelled like dog food and vodka, and he just wanted to make him sick. So, uh, you know, he performed those scenes with gritted teeth, but it's, you know, he's yeah. such a professional actor, you it's hard to recognize. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the old real... That dog was also in a movie called The Boy and His Dog with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Don Johnson, and they went on benders. Like, they would wake up, both the dog and Don Johnson <laughs> would wake up after a three-day bender, like, they wouldn't even remember. <laughs> There'd be some bitches in a trailer, they're like, what's going on? Bitches by me. There were Hollywood dogs, dogs that, that were, like, really uh, kept to themselves and calm. 
Well, it's funny uh, you should mention that. Lassie, the famous dog Lassie, uh, he was a very yeah. reserved What was that drunk. bar he used to go to? The Formosa Bar. Oh, yeah, on uh, Sunset Boulevard. It's still around. And right. He had a private booth, and uh, his, he would get uh, calls, and the bartender actually got a call, and he said, they said, is Lassie there? And the bartender said, no, can I take a message? He goes, all right. It's uh, respectful. All right. He knows yeah. that he needs yeah. his privacy. If he comes in, I'll give you the mess- him the message. He hangs up, and he walks over to Lassie, and he says, Lassie, that call, that was your family. They want you to come home, Lassie. <laughs> you can hear Lassie. him on the, over the street with that buzzy thing on the phone. <laughs> great, great. Things are not well. Timmy fell down a well. Yeah. And Lassie started to drink again. Oh, it mm-hmm. just, you know. It, it was never the same since Timmy fell down that well. No, it wasn't. That's when Lassie started to drink because it was his fault. He had pushed Timmy. Down the well. He knows he's a special dog. He knows he has the power to warn others, to save you. Did you ever notice that every week seat. someone who happened to be with Lassie got hurt? Like maybe <laughs> yep. it was Lassie who was pushing bad Timmy luck. down the well. Yeah. Oh, bad luck. Judy got hit by a train. <laughs> so gate I pushed her in front of it. Lassie was there. He'll tell you. Okay. By the way, we missed a setup that'll pay off later. So I'll just let you know. Yeah. This uh, Fred Willard. Everybody loves Fred Willard. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a doctor. Like his, He's not a doctor. He works at a car mechanics place, and his name is Doc. That's just his nickname, Doc. And he's telling people how to check him out. So hypochondriac, uh, you know, sister on, on um, Back to the Future comes out with their hypochondriac stuff, thinking she's a real doctor from overhearing them in a Three's Company moment. So now he like gave her some advice. <laughs> She's gonna like think it's for her and not her car, and that'll pay off later. So that's gonna be a lot of car terms. So it'd be like, yeah. Well, it's like lube up their chassis, get a lot of grease, get it under, really get it under there. Take huh. get, give uh, three quarts of oil. You'll see. Yeah, I'm not okay, gonna get here. it. He could be talking <laughs> about sports. Uh, oh, he's threatening him. Right. It's like he takes him off into the bathroom and he's to straighten him out like that. Yeah. Hey, are you fans of the brother of Stacey Keats and the brother of Bill Murray? Then we happen to have a really we do have a movie. Here it is. <laughs> movie Violations. But one of the things I liked about Movie Violations was that the movie poster was signs. What the fuck? Clara Peller sitting on the toilet. She's blind. She goes, what are you doing in the women's room? She's sitting, squatting on the toilet, a urinal. She's squatting on a urinal. Why is my ass all wet? We're going to take a look. Uh, Why do they need to debase Clara Peller from Where's the Beef commercials like that? So No, that that was the... um, The other woman? Yeah, uh, Nedra Volt. Oh, well, she'll never Uh, sell a burger. Celebrity celebrity spokesperson for D.A.R.E. Uh huh. Dare to keep your ass out of the uh, urinal, Daru. <laughs> Urinal's a girl's best friend. Okay, Pure. so only the gore meister likes this scene. Oh, this is like uh, mechanized death, right? Mm-hmm. Which we did on our show. Some common sense. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Look out! What? what? It's amazing how the car just hit the uh, books and things they were carrying. 
Yeah, well, the, uh, oh, here comes the blood. The, the blood was on the books. It's on the windshield. <laughs> What's that guy doing? He's down on his crotch. Well, that's it. So that's just one day of driving class. The end. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> so now we're going to have the big fight, the big showdown. You and me, punk, with All the right. cop. The Gormeister saying you should come over and watch, uh, you know, Texas Chain Massacre too. It relaxes me. This is such a ripoff of summer school. Summer school, they had two gore hounds who loved uh-huh. horror movies, and they uh, they even showed their special effects abilities during the show. But they would talk about Texas uh-huh. Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. So now, Police Academy Three guy is getting set up to get a girlfriend. Ah. Uh-huh. This is they Jojo. like each other. I'm a puppeteer. He's you all can, timid. He, he looks like Leo Sayer, and he acts. He looks like, like Leo Dad. Sayer, but he sings <laughs> like Chris Christopherson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Put it together for Polly Shore. Yeah. Oh, the weasel. Pop goes the weasel. Oh, there's that is right, Hostmaster General. <laughs> That's a good weasel. Driver, Driver, can we uh, shut up, you fucking Michael Keaton wannabe? Smartass. Why do you have to be a smartass all the time? Everything's a smartass. No, I really did. Oh, so they're just showing. We could hear them talk inside the car from the exterior shot. Well, it's like good night on our first date. All right. But they must be talking either really loudly or they... Well, Meg, Meg Tilly never... Oops, Jennifer Tilly, right? Never talks loud. Right. She used to date Lou Diamond Phillips. What? Jennifer Tilly? Yeah. She kicks ass in poker. Uh, yeah, she yeah. won the World Series of poker. Yeah, that's serious stuff. I don't know if she uses it for you. Do you know evil. who Phil... Do you know who Phil Lack is? I don't know. I don't know. Phil Lack? No. No. Phil Lack. Okay, that's a name I lack. She also dated Phil Lack. The internet thought that was important to tell me. Okay. All right. Duly noted. <laughs> John Murray was in Roots. Oh, really? Yeah. He was a caddy? Uh, he was a, like a whipping, a whipper. Oh, wow. Cracker. No, I don't know if he was. I don't Did know. Did I use the word right? Cracking? I Cracker. <laughs> yeah, with the oh, is that yeah. what they call that? Yeah. That's terrible. Well, oh, oh, oh now you're offended. This show is NSFW, which means I'll be listening to this show at work tomorrow. <laughs> All right, there we go. There's the city. Yeah, beautiful fake city. So the soundtrack. So here's another joke. Okay, he's smelling flowers. Oh, he's waiting for the bus. He said he's a forest ranger taking a little work home with me. Oh. Turn it on. He's a real smart ass on the Just one second here. And just a few more things. Oh, okay. He's carrying full on strawberry. Excuse me, I've been doing a little early bush. Christmas shopping. The 80s is all about the bush. Well, if this is a San Francisco bus, no one's paying attention. With the old style windows, like they're all. I know, the ads are from Marlboro. Are you smoking on the bus? Well, make it a Marlboro. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> bus drivers prefer to five bus drivers prefer you smoke Paul Malls in the back of the bus. Do 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 do. Right to the point. And believe you me, by this time next week we'll be laughing about this. <laughs> I don't know. Somehow Bill Murray's believable. Like it looks like it's coming out of his right. head. And John Murray, it looks like he's doing his brother. I don't. Know. Well, I mean, is that okay, like? So, yeah, there's Wendy, Wendy Joe. Well, I interrupted you. It's the payoff to that. She's gonna now like drink a bunch of oil. And oh, she's gonna loop up. And, yeah, all right. She's gonna get it out on the highway and take it for a good ten miles. See how it feels. So we're gonna see her running on the highway. So this movie is classical music with farting. So they're gonna just play public domain <laughs> classical music in the background while Wendy Joe slug drinks Crisco <laughs> and uh, sticks it up the other way too. Wow, she's chugging that oil. Like you on fish burgers with that. Uh, Jack Daniels I drank on stage. Was it Jack Daniels? You want to grease up your rear end. Really get a lot up there. Sorry, Carl, I was talking out loud. (laughs) I thought you were thinking that, and I was like, yeah, I'm with you. There's the Vaseline. So while classical music plays... It works. She greases up her end. It'll be worth it. Here we go. Ah! And now she's going out for a jog. Yeah, take it out on the highway. See how it feels. She's on the highway. Get out on the highway and go at full speed for about 10 miles. See how it feels. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like S-word. Oh, no, PG-13. Okay, now a plot comes. Okay, thank God. It's only half hour into this film. You wanted to see me, Judge? Yes. She does a shifty, shifty deal. Oh, the Judge Sally Kellerman. She's back. Yeah. She goes, how would you like to get back at those? How would you like Miss to Kreutz. make this traffic school a winner? Get back at those who sent you down. Are they even making eye contact in this movie? <laughs> She's staring uh, in that John, way. John Murray did make eye contact with the uh, camera, and I think we missed it. Oh, yeah. He was really excited. Like, one of the cops said something stupid, and he looked at the camera. Oh, yeah. Like, can you have Eddie Murphy? What they're saying is, if you fail everybody, then we can sell the cars at impound. We'll give the county half the money, and you and me will keep the other half. And then he's like, how will we not get caught? She's like, I control the records of all the sales or whatever. Let's see what he says. We'll never find out. This is me, a drum machine. Oh, Mike, you're much improved. Thank you. I was the original Echo choosers. of Echo and the Bunnymen. It was, was, oh. And then they fired me. I got a new drum machine. I was really crushed. You were Echo. I did a lot of montage scenes in the 80s. Uh-huh. This, we were paying attention. Look at him. He's terrible. Sorry. I didn't mean to say that out loud. He's fine. <laughs> this is like the uh, classes. Well, what the fuck do you have to learn in 14 days when it comes to driving? Uh, courtesy on the road. Uh, how oh. to change a tire. Okay. You know, how to use a flare. We'll get all of that. Ooh, more brain on that footage. Oh, she's playing pole position. <laughs> I don't think I could put you on the road. You keep hitting the billboards of pole position. Boop, 
Boop, Split. prepare to qualify. Boop. Interrupting the flirting session. Yeah. Uh, we're going to... He goes to shoot every now and again. And and the female cop stops him. It's that that is funny. They take away your license and your hand. This is the party afterwards? No, they're in the hallway afterwards. Wow. It's a break. Is he wearing a varsity jacket? Is that from the movie Academy, Violations Academy? <laughs> it's probably a One of the jokes about uh, the female cop is everyone keeps saying, yes, sir, yes, right away. Uh, Excuse yeah. me, mister. Excuse me, mister. Uh, right Mr. Now, Officer, like, sir. She's super turned on by him because he like owns this class. Uh, now they're going to fuck the classical music. Everything's outrageous if you have classical music playing as a contrast. Because that's yeah, like stuffiness. But looping yourself over the Vaseline. <laughs> okay, now she's teaching them about how to use a flare, you know. Oh. To, yeah, and so she gets a volunteer. And it's the blind lady. She's going to walk in traffic with a flare. Da, 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 well, da, like da. you throw this one thing in the trunk, and then you throw the, then you put the flare on the ground. So oh, she so. mixes it up, and she throws the flare in the trunk. This flare helps parade the joke down Broadway. You can clearly see it. Okay, there she goes. No, Mrs. It's, it's the no, no, Mrs. So no, Mrs. Magoo. <laughs> you misguided creeps. Uh, I'll get the marshmallows. Looks like we have a backyard barbecue. Okay, turn up the volume. All right. With the Holly four barrel. Right. Sure. Now remember, if you're going to abandon your car by the side of the road, just lock it up and leave it where it stalls. Never. I told you to turn up the sound too early. I guess the female cop runs off and's like, "There's a fire!" Okay. There's fire. All right. Here we go. It's like watching saying, a Yogi, didn't Yogi Bear do this joke? Okay, hang on. He says, never push your car to the side of the road because it's very dangerous. And then the gore hound is... He's gonna, he wants to see what happens. Yeah. And this will lead to... Oh, look, there's a fire. Fire! Fire! <laughs> oh, we oh, missed, missed it. it. It's a little uh, funny. So this sets us up to meet Don Cheadle. Yes, Don Cheadle. War Machine yeah. from Iron Man. Now, that's a joke because that's a Pinto in front of him. Oh, right, which those cars are bad. They're like Chevy Novas. <laughs> and I guess everybody knew that when this movie was in the theaters. I don't think anyone picked up on it. I don't think that people were that smart about this movie. Mm. I'm sorry, what was your IQ? 84. You are not allowed. Oh. You are too smart uh, for this film. 84? 84. What? I'm 84. When I'm 84. I'll be so smart. And oh, here we go, drive through. Thank you. Have a nice night. Yeah. Look at that. So he has a speaking roll right off the bat. And his joke is May I help you? May I help you? May I help you? Can I help you? Yep. The car passes through. Car passes through. But that's it. That's the side card right there, three times. That's right. Yeah. And they're like, Do you have a reel? And he's like, Sort of. Yeah. Here it is. Well, no, does he. Can I help you? That showed up in the trailer, that scene. So oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in the trailer. <laughs> that, that probably was like an audition. He's like, you probably saw me in the trailer, too. Yeah, this current movie. 
Yeah. So these, I mean, moving. Oh, you're a working actor. Oh, please, please come in. Yeah. Our film is called Moving Academy. It's a take of what happens if you take movie violations of Police Academy. The first time I ever noticed him was in Boogie Nights. Was that? Oh, yeah, that was a big role. Well, that was definitely a breakthrough role. That was an amazing film that he he definitely was a highlight of it. I think he might have been... He was in... uh, Oh, which fresh hour was he in? I think he was in two. Oh, really? Yeah. Might have been three. You know he's how in they show Ocean's Eleven, and he's not fooling anybody with that accent because we all know him. Oh, that accent's all right. It's funny, but you just don't believe it. He—it's just him. It's you're watching an actor doing a voice, is what it is. I know, but yeah, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> For Look, three Brad movies. Pitt did that kind of voice in a movie, and I completely believed he was legitimately from there. Really? Oh, was it Snatch? Was it Snatch? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So what's going okay, on there? So now we're having the big fight, and and he's Bill Murray is going to get the up on him. I know it's John because he's going to suggest. Um, it's Bill Murray. Arm wrestling. Going to kill you. Yeah, I might have gone too far. What are you going to do? See, Brian Doyle Murray is a different, right? He's different style. Absolutely. I mean, but, I mean equally John deadpan. Murray was never in another thing. I mean, he wasn't. This was the one time he was a star. I mean, that's it. I never saw the reality show, the golfing reality show, where they had the Murray brothers do charitable golf events. But mm-hmm. I think he was one of the golfers in it. It makes sense. I'm just saying that you never went to the movies again to see John Murray. No, and I don't think... Honestly, in 1985, the selling point of movie violations is that it had the Where's the Beef Woman in it. That was the selling point of the movie, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, that was like the, point, the... Like hype? Yeah. Hey, did you cast a Clara Peller film this weekend? No, <laughs> I saw Out of Africa with Meryl Streep that weekend. I'm so sorry. Oh. You went Streep over Peter Peller? Was that? Did you say Peter Sellers? No, Clara Peller's. No, oh. I did not. No, I did that. not see it in 1985. I did see Peter Sellers' film in that year. Okay, so once again... John Murray's going to freak him out by doing something gross. While classical music plays? Da, 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 da. Okay. It will One. distract the arm wrestle guy. One. And he wins. Yeah, there's classical music behind it. Oh, shit. Right there. Three. Uh-huh. John wins. He's running the fuck out of there. There's a chase now because he's going to get you. Where do they and walk into it, the hallway of the Matrix? It's the Brea Convention Center in Los the Angeles. The Brea Convention Center next to the Brea tar pits? That yeah. is a good tar and pit. And it pretends to be the DMV. Okay, watch this. I think you... Oh. When it happens, you go, of course. So he thinks he's hiding in the stall. But... But it's Robert Conrad taking the shit. Oh. He got dragged under the toilet. Why are they demeaning old people with toilet antics in this film? Yeah, that old lady sitting in the toilet, and then an old man gets dragged out while he's trying to take a shit? I don't feel comfortable. Understood. This is the bento box. It's the 80s punk rock place. Combines sushi and punk rock. When sushi was, uh... Punk rock. Like, exclusive. Cocaine and sushi, man. That's the only way you could eat it. 
sounds good. I think, you know what? I'm going to do that I'm, after the show. Yeah. Well, actually, I saw something that, that mentioned cocaine and sushi. I don't remember what it was, so I'll have to give it credit. Uh, Robert Conrad was divorced twice. He's got eight children. He was drunk driving in 2003. Oh, but so what after this movie? Choice Award. Did he have to go yeah. to Movie Violations Co- Academy? Right. Traffic Court. Traffic Court. And he goes, where is John Murray? No, wait, I'm Robert Conrad, like, he sounds like a, either like the son of a big name or he is a big name. Well, uh, he was in Baba Black Sheep. He did a lot of TV, much oh. more TV than movies. Wasn't he in uh, 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 Wild Wild West? Yeah, he was a stuntman in that, and he was also in it. All right. Was he, he in? Was uh, all about TV. He was a big, big deal at the time. Was he in Pootie Tang, or am I thinking of someone else? I as a villain, saw that movie, and you know what? Like, you know, when you go to sleep and your body gets to the, your mind gets to the Delta stage, in which is sort yes. of erasing what's irrelevant. Wait, are you yeah. talking about the Delta stage? Pootie, yes. Pootie Tang got wiped, man. I remember. It's just so bad that I don't remember it really. My friend Jim Merle's in that. I always like that. He's, he plays one of the board That's members. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it was one of those films where, you know, wouldn't it be funny if, like, someone's, um, it starts off with a talk show and they describe something and it winds up being the entire movie and at the end they say, sounds <laughs> like you described the entire movie. It's not that funny. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but it was cool. I love that movie. I still, I love, I watch it all the time sometimes. Where I live, I gotta go. Not I, I don't know. He's so, okay, listen, your friend was in it, and that's great. Yeah. Your friend is not responsible for Pootie Tang being a piece of crap, because that movie stinks. <laughs> right, there's a lot of Come people on, in that man. movie. Okay, so here we have, again, our police academy guy, and he went on a date, and it turns out she's a wild woman. You know? Oh, so he's going to follow her. While classical now, music plays. Do, 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 no, do. He, he, no, he, she informs him that this isn't her car. She stole it. So he's uh, running away. Right away. So now we're at the rocket science. Is it's NASA. NASA. Oh. And this could never be allowed. Bill Murray's just walking around annoying people. What was this? A set of war games. Right. Yeah. A lot of tic-tac-toe. You know, that um, Brian... Backer, he did win a Tony Award for Best Actor. It was Woody Allen's play, The Floating Light Bulb. Right, because it's a magic trick. I actually read oh. the play years ago. I used to go, oh, he wrote a play, the obscure play. I have to read it. I got to read it, complete everything. Yeah. Yeah, and that stopped. Oh. See, this could never be really allowed, e- even at my work. You can't get in he there can't without kiss. a bag. Yeah. This guy looks like Bill Murray. Don't say that. He's <laughs> really sensitive. He's very He's right sensitive. there. Uh, this film was a winner. It made $10.6 million oh, yeah. in 85 money. Yeah, no, this was a classic kind of comedy movie, which was like loud and slippery. And, you know, like the weekend it opens, you go see it. And then yeah. it's on Del- video. And then the video is loud and garish, and it's on the shelves, and it's on there, and it's on cable, and it's on like the reason why you stay right. up late and you watch that, and it's never been not around. At two thousand five, it was released to DVD, and it did not sell sell well. Well, I mean, that's because all has, the viewerships have died. Yeah. Now Neil Israel directed the Police Academy series. I know you know that. Yeah. I don't know. If 
other people understand that. Now, what's going to happen here is something that's an impossibility. This is the anti-gravity machine. Zero jizz. Do you know the rule about having sex in the zero gravity? Zero jizz. <laughs> zero. Yeah, yeah, please don't. You must go inside me. I just wanted to hear Jennifer Tilly's voice in Zero, zero Gravity. In a minute, her voice is going to sound like this. Oh, boy. There she <laughs> Did is. Did you get that joke? Yeah, I got it. Uh, not recently. Uh, hilarious. Hey, do you know what this is? It's Blower's Craft. Get it? What do you do for it? Uh, oh, a little you animation going on. little thing? Yeah. Yeah, look at it. It's like watching... Uh, uh, Better off dead. The little animation during that. Right, scene. Yeah. right. Except we'll never see that again. Sorry, Let's see what's going on. Where's the car? Where's the car? Oh, right, because you're the where's the beef lady guy. Come on. No, she's not where's the beef lady. She's not. How come I can't tell these, these old ladies apart? Where's the Beef Lady left our movie at the airplane. That was it? I she went to see that cameo. movie in the theater for Clara Pillar and that was it? That was it. They swapped like, old ladies on me. Bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. Old lady bait and switch. <laughs> well, you identified her at the beginning. Uh-oh. Where's the train? <laughs> And the gore guy's like, this is gonna be crazy. Uh-huh. The gore guy. He would probably be on his phone if this movie was made now. How come they never made right. a sequel to this movie? Right. They should have made a sequel for, like, um... Well, what made me think of it? Let's see here. Fred Willard. You know Fred Willard, the auto doctor in this movie. Right. He's in a million things. We love him. We love him. He's great. Yeah. In 2012, he's arrested for engaging in a lewd act. So he had to pay $300 and get a sex education diversion program. Now there's your sequel. Well, he was in a movie theater that showed pornography in 2012 in Los Angeles. Uh, that was the lewd act. Yeah, he was, was he with Pee Wee Herman. He, he might have been Pee Wee. Pee Wee Herman was not there, but he might have been doing the Pee Wee Herman, the Popeye. Herman happened in Miami. Is that where this happened? They were friends. Pee Wee Herman, that guy, were friends. And also, I don't, I don't know if they ever went to a porno theater together. That, that's <laughs> just that, that might be Hollywood lore. That's that's some kind of thing or Hollywood Babylon shit. Oh no, indict the car! Dice them. Wow. So wait, how did they get a car? Oh, that's the police chief's car. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Is he's he pissing on not, his leg? Like when the chips are down, who's going to be the one who saves the day? It wasn't the cop who you would think it would be. It would he's be John Murray. Yeah. It would be Spuds McKenzie showing up in his film debut. <laughs> Thanks, Spuds. You know, Spencer McKenzie. He was a boring and dog, and uh, it's just a pain in the ass to work with. He was oh, he was mentioned he, in the in that. Hollywood Dogs that Drink. They mentioned Spuds. He was a born again. Well, he only because he drank a lot, and he, a uh, he, he actually turned. Oh, 
he turned to religion and uh, he actually was able to sober up. So I, I wouldn't hold that against him. But he just oh, was so a my prick. My drunk again Christian joke won't work. Oh, what's your drunk against Christian joke? We'll apply to Spuds McKenzie. No, then. just, you know, I don't know. I was at open mic. I did this. I went down south with my boss and they were preaching at the bar. Oh, you're drunk again Christians. And Jesus was all about the wine. An anti-water. I mean, it's not a good joke, but what you were saying, I was going to say, oh, that dog is a drunk again Christian, but it doesn't work. Oh. Well, we just watched the Gorehound do Jason yeah. with a chainsaw. Yeah, you know, hockey right. mask and the chainsaw. They're going to break into the impound and get their cars is what's going on. Oh. There. They found out the scam. And then they're going to find weed in the car. They'll be like, here in my car, I just found me the weed. <laughs> it was in the I club bar, they see the There's this guy, Rafael Hernandez, very funny comic. He does this whole bit about, like, when you pull me over and there isn't weed in the car, it's like, a great day! It's like, you idiot! You know, <laughs> You're right, I'll you take could. your ticket, I'll take your ticket. That's great. Of course, it's legal where you are. Not smoke in your car, it's not like it's, you could drink in your no, car. No, you just, like, have weed in your car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what you smoking? And they're like, well, officer, I'm on a sativa. <laughs> it costs Which money. Is the one that doesn't really get you high, right? Well, there's one that makes you go, wow, I'm really high and I should smoke more. And then you run out of it. Oh. And then there's the one that makes you pass out on the couch. Uh-huh. And you wake up That's and there's more preferred. weed because you had passed out. Yeah, because when you pass out, you don't smoke it all night. That's right. Right. I'm glad we could help uh, out. All we're seeing is very not funny stuff. I mean, everything's shot in the dark. I mean, this is a very like dimly shot movie. It could also be YouTube's. Copy. I don't. I don't By the know. way, in real life, these dogs are very, very nice dogs. In the oh, movie, they're vicious poodles. Right. So on command, they would do the growling, but like they were the coolest guys. Oh yeah. Big trunks. See, that's the thing. I was waiting for you to go there. I don't have a bit for that because well, it's it's not well, in the look, book. there was a lot of dog. Like during the eighties, it was not uh, kind of like a check on it as it is now. You know, like right. it just went dog drinking. It just went unabated in a lot of films. Whether it was a police academy <laughs> knockoff, like movie violations, or police academy, like uh, in Blind Date with the dog Rambo. Oh yeah, he would drink with with uh, Bruce Willis, uh, and they would both be they would never be on time. And I, they, actually, they had to cut the scene because they kept laughing, like they would always, especially when he bit uh, John Larroquette's balls. That was like very funny. <laughs> the director in that film was always telling the gopher just to just drive down to the hotel and and get those guys. Okay, Come here. <laughs> here. I'm, I'm not going over there. <laughs> They're, They're the on hotel. hotel Why are they in the hotel? Why are they on set? Just you just look, you know, kids, just kids. go get it. No one's paying you to ask There's questions. Dog. No one's paying me. Come on, kid. This is Hollywood. Go get Bruno and the dog. <laughs> you want a career in this town? Take my keys. <laughs> get Willis. Get get Rambo. The now pit look, bull. See the joke? He popped the hood. Uh, and the dog goes flying. Whoa. Hot and dog. And now he's going to... Oh! Now watch the mean growl. The nicest dog in the world. 
He caught the dog. Listen, if yeah. you throw a dog and you catch the dog, the dog has every right to growl. <laughs> Why, you just want him to smush on the ground? Yeah, right. If you, if you miss a dog, then he has every right to growl. Now, when we saw the impound lap, you said PG-13. Right. No, you said that because the F word. Because you're right, it's PG-13, this film. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Wow, moving violations. We can never get in a harder R rating. You know, they don't really do anything bad. They're hiding in the bushes. Sneak, 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 sneak. His look. Look at it. It's like all public domain classical music. This are it'll be hilarious. It'll be like the Marsh Brothers. It'll be like the snobs versus the slobs. So the cops stole John Murray's car. Why? What the truck? Is it the truck? It, yeah, it's his landscaping truck. That's his job. Oh, that's why he now, had to take the truck. Now he's going to commit a crime plane. as John Murray. Oh. Hey, I'm John Murray. Okay. Hey, 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 is this a stick up? Not stick down. Right? Well, I guess that's what I was saying. I'm the one holding the gun. All right, all right, enough of this smart allery. <laughs> this is a stick down. Oh, there he is. He's up. Oh, sunshine. Oh, can't yes. you see it's the morning? Hey, officers. The checks in the mail, I swear to God. People will shoot you without thinking. Sir? Oh, here's Sally. Your Honor, I was framed. Quiet! I did nothing wrong. It's still the same. I got framed. Remember that from Up in Smoke? By who? Uh, Cheech and Chong, it was up in smoke. I got framed. I didn't do anything uh, wrong. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. I remember my brain is like a sieve. Uh, teacher trying to teach me, trying to teach me how to live. But I don't listen to her because my head is like a sieve. You know, the great part about that song <laughs> is that I think it, that song taught a whole generation of kids what a fucking sieve is because <laughs> yeah, and how to right. pronounce it. Because I always go back to that song. Baking didn't. I'm okay, so now our rich. female cop. <laughs> yeah. Our female cop has caught wind of the script partnership of these two, which has become a love affair. Oh. I can't go for that. No can do. No, no can do. Oh look, Mayo okay. Clinic, Auto Clinic. Yeah, this is the big payoff. She's going to go to the clinic. the word auto, she still thinks it's the doctor's office. Oh, there's Fred Ward. Hey, I'm Dr. Ward Willard. We're going to go watch a movie. He's doing his standard, I am a for real American professional. Right. uh, So you just think it's like, she just take his hairstyle and color and see what year it is. I've never seen him in in a role in which he did something different than the... You know, I mean, in in, um, uh, in in Spinal Tap, was that the name of it? It was, right? Yeah, I think he's he in that, right? He was the general. Every single film he's in, he's the same guy. See, she got it naked. He, he didn't look at her. Right. She's walking down the auto shop naked. Tired person didn't notice. 
She oh, yeah, see, it doesn't even look like he's got a date call. Yes, Mr. Armistead. Yes. Oh, this is great. Yeah, pull it up on that chassis. Now, how, how could he, you know, did she, he think that she was driving a car down the hallway? It kind of doesn't make sense. Oh, then we got the machines. This Look is at pretty that good. technology, right? Yeah. Listen, you know it's good because the the, uh, the, the computer program had made the graphics line by line. <laughs> huh? I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, what she's getting. Whoa. She's on the lift. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're really playing this joke for all it's worth. Which well, point. the classical music plays in the background. It's so outrageous. Okay, so now, now he'll notice. Huh? Uh. And that's it. Fred Willard, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Fred Willard. He's leaving the studio. Fred Willard has left the movie set. That's a wrap for Fred Willard. Now we find out that Gore Guy is a dad. Oh, he did the gory finger and it was in the box. As if your kid would even look up to see what you're oh, doing. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. It's that guy's kids. He even brings them to traffic court. Sorry about that. Oh. What Gore a responsible dad. Gore Guy. <laughs> your father took you to traffic court? Yes, it was on the way to Drunk Howard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys must be party animals. No, not really. Well, here's a suggestion. He, I mean, Tom Arnold would be so much better in this role. As? Jack Black. You know, well, Jack Black would have killed it. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't have been the same movie. And... Any character that you had would have made this a different movie because he's doing Bill Murray, you know, he's doing the shtick. But I think that you're right, that Tom Arnold really is at the right level for this film, and he would have carried it. He was good in Golf Punk. No, I, I agree. But, you know, this whole Bill Murray, you're talking about, like, he's doing the Bill Murray ethos, but what, what exactly is that? He's a team player, he's a motivational uh, speaker. Right. He, he, he's like he, a game show host kind of guy. Right. He'll he get, like, he'll rally up the miscreants to work together right. as a unified force. Exactly. And that's how he's and, a leader. But also, there's the not, there's the disrespect of authority and authority and making the authorities look like chumps every time. You know, yeah. lighten up. Don't take it so seriously. He well, th is doing Bill. That's some Marx Brothers, uh, Bugs Bunny, Deadpool ethics, of yeah. anarchy, yeah. chaos in the theater in the movie. Yeah. Uh. Percent of your grades. What? You got to be kidding. What? Do we have to take another test before we can get our certificate. Right. Oh, Miss Tilly, uh, you don't <laughs> have to repeat everything I said. <laughs> You don't have to repeat everything I say. That's all right. You saying I don't have to repeat everything? Oh my God, I'm out of here. Look at this economy. Yeah. Here we go. We know. Why so cold? Why so cold, baby? Nothing. I hate some ice cream. I have a brain freeze. Why so cold? It's ice cream. <laughs> It looks like you blew a seal. It was ice cream. It was ice cream. It's this, it's this ice cream. 
Well, well. What, do you, what is it, Walrus? Looks like you blew a seal. <laughs> It's a it was what? ice cream. No. You told me to walk around the town and the chick on the side. So I went. So I went to the park. I played chess with an old person. I went to the movie theater <laughs> and then I went to the ice cream parlor. When I walked in here eating ice cream, blow a seal. <laughs> now look, you see, it's the test, and they're either going to pass or fail. Da 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 da. He wants them to fail so that he can sell the vehicles. Oh, now they're playing like the Police Academy music. No, it's the classical. No right turn, no left turn. Water tower. Oh, I can't believe the town's going to have to pay for this with their taxes. This looks kind of fun. The, the female cop is this time like, hey, this isn't cool what you're doing. Like she got a conscience. I guess when she, she's not in love with them or something. Right, and she suddenly realizes. Hey, you're a bit of a jerk. I can't believe how much money they spent on this course. He totally wrecked it. I would pay good money to see that in the theater. Big budget here, you know. Here he goes, the cop knocks on the window. Roll it down. Yes, officer. <laughs> License, registration. License, registration. Do you ask, like, when you get pulled over by a motorcycle cop, do you ask if they're, like, a motorcycle cop zombie? Like, you're not going to ask me for your brains, no, are you? I never do. Because I say, like, are you a zombie? Because you could have been bitten by a zombie and then drive around the freeways knowing people will stop for you. How do we know? I don't believe it. That's it. My dad's coming back to town tomorrow. did say to them earlier, I don't get it. You guys were always so cool on ships. Oh, that's funny. Chip is a really important... I'm from... I mean, living in California, I'll tell you, that show is very important. California Highway Patrol. How'd you get an eye? No, they they the TV show, you know, Hollywood, they added an I and an S to it. But the, trust me, when you see, like, the California Highway Patrol, there's, you know, there's a station here in San Francisco because it's right by the bridge. Like, if you take the Bay Bridge, they're right on either end. And, uh-huh. uh... Well, they're on one end. But yeah, you can't help but go chips. Like you call it chips, even though it's not, you know. <laughs> oh, is this the big Pluto speech? Uh, hey, Listen, did the Germans, did we stop when the Germans <laughs> bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> 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 Just let him go. He's on a roll. He's on a roll. When, right. when the going gets tough, <laughs> the room's silent. Let's <laughs> get going. You're right. That's what's going on here. But it's Listen. more the his brother's motivational speak. She like and oh, so he talks to everyone. Balls. Hey, he supporting balls. character number A. Remember when you had A and people were like A? Well, you're A. Yeah, yeah. A. Yeah. A. Supporting character B. Do you think we people bother you because of B? Wow, oh, B. Right, Scrooge. Scrooge. Yes. He was in Scrooge, of course. Yeah. But who remembers? He has been in. He played the caddy. The caddy is Scrooge. Oh my God. Well, that was. Listen, Carl, I know you want to turn off this movie, but we're not going to stop until we watch this whole movie. Whole movie. Are you with me? Are we with. Are we going to watch this whole movie? Yeah. Yeah. 
Mike, you're subcharacter C. Uh-huh. Remember when you did that subcharacter C thing? I did that C thing. C. Yeah, well, I am subcharacter C. <laughs> that Let's do it. it. Yeah. We can do this game. <laughs> subcharacter C with us? Uh, C. That ought to flip D E S G. And the rest. Oh, she's 26. Hey. Yes, subcharacter H. I didn't get a thing, a remembrance. Or... Yeah, you say hey, it begins with H. <laughs> You know, that's like Ocean's 26. That was a long movie. Billy Ocean Ocean's and his crew of 26 Alpha. Look, the Clash. Look, look, look. Oh. Well, that was topical at the time. 85. Now we get the payoff that she's 16 years old. Uh-oh. A la Animal House. All right, there we go. They're in bed. He's kissing. Oh, Daddy. Oh, is that your husband? No. That's <laughs> my daddy. Yeah, I can find you in bed with me. Daddy? Oh. The Clash. That was oh, she flipped it over. I'm only 15. Oh, there we go. What? Very apropos. Did he lose his boner or did he gain his boner when she said that? Right. Good question. Let's rewind. Well, boing. What's, boing. Oh, he got oh. Oh, she's flipping oh, the poster. Good. Living in John. So the poster says MTV. He's like, "Wait, Daddy's coming." As he flips it, says VH1. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I didn't know she killed you. I will kill you. Such oh, a. Why you got to be so rude? Oh my God. Don't you know he's human? Listen, I'm going to sleep with your six-year-old daughter. Sleep with her anyway. 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 Yeah, that's, that song was problematic. I'm going to bang that six-year-old girl. Okay. There goes the sheriff. The cop has arrived. He's the sheriff. What are you doing? Oh, oh here's the S&M scene from the 80s. Yes. Yep. It was um, required. Uh, I remember high anxiety. Uh-huh. Do you remember High Anxiety? Yeah. And they, it was Nurse Diesel. That was the first time I ever saw it. And then you started seeing that in films all over. Eating Raul? I think they had an S&M scene. See that liver on the nightstand. At first she was jealous. Now seeing this, she wants to join in. Weird. You never understand. Cops, man. I get it now. He's a jerk. <laughs> so you want us and then you can get your car back great because I haven't been to work in four weeks the office keeps Bill calling Murray. me he's taking the bus he keeps on and Merry Christmas to you too Santa wow that's just like you don't have to you don't have to have the final word sometimes you could just let the other person have it you don't have to say Merry Christmas to you too Santa after because ain't fuck. <laughs> Right. Let let Santa. I mean, he's out the mail in the room. Please let him have the last word. Yeah. What are you guys looking at? I'm looking they, at something stupid. Somebody's small enough to go through. Uh, and that's not Clara Peller. Correct. I mean, you saw that snatch, right? That was, that looked like. Clara I did see that. 
Yeah, I did see you have her dress on the courtesy of the camera. Uh-huh. By the way, uh, that's she's, me moaning. She's trying to, she's trying to uh, take their like book of records, the ledger. Uh huh. But she's on top of them the, while they're having sex. The joke is they don't notice they're so into it. Wow. Sometimes it feels like there's an old lady on your back. Look how old school it is. That like old timey book. Yeah. Like your father would fill out that book too the from the thirties. I don't know, but she's got the ledger. The ledger, my Filofax. <laughs> Listen, my, my like, day planner <laughs> has everything in it. Yeah. Oh, got the oh, USB oh, drive. <laughs> the drive. I've downloaded the file. You have to give it up. You, you heard the story about the the spy who showed up to Mar-a-Lago with like a computer and a, a disk drive and like a little flash drive. And one uh, of the FBI agents put the flash drive in the computer and malware immediately started launching into his computer. Right. Yeah. She's not, she not been so anxious to put it in your computer. All right. Well, here we go. Oof. Now it's fake fighting, right? She has to be impressed. They're doing a good job. Well, it's this is like a cat fight. They're like, we got to punch this woman, but out of respect, another woman's got to do it. Right. That was in that movie Mahjong. Remember we saw? Yeah, Mahjong? we did see that. That was uh, go- Mahjong Fever. He goes, "Don't worry, I don't hit women." So one of his henchmen did it. Uh huh. Yeah, well, that was. Uh oh, he has a moving violation. <laughs> it reminds me of um, Talladega Nights. Wow, he's smashing things up. This scene would look great in the trailer. Did you see Talladega Nights? Yeah, I love that movie. Okay, I good. haven't seen now it listen, that many times. I have a copy of it at home. I think what you need to do is go to the library. You always do. Yes, I and do. Get <clears throat> yeah, get a Clint Eastwood western. Okay, I will. I will pick up the next one I see. <laughs> you're just scamming me now I think the one to start with is the outlaw Josie Wales pale rider you gotta it is. see that uh, alright oh. pale rider alright well, I will see don't start with good bad and the ugly because everybody does I have seen good bad and the ugly I've seen all three of those yeah. films yeah fistful of dollars for a few dollars yeah. more right get the bad and the ugly ducky suckers well, but the time they got to like Josie Wales was like, what are we going to do now? Same thing with Pale Rider. We can't just make Pale another Rider. one of those. Well, he so directed do... those movies. It wasn't Sergio Leone. Yeah. It was like his own take yeah. of his own Western. Yeah. He was like, okay, I'm a Western hero now, so what am I going to do with this? Wow, they're running up in Los Angeles. Oh, is there a parade going on? It's like an animal. Yeah, house. it's the um, Fat Hot Friday. Come on! Gotta scream! Ah! We're losing control! Come back here, you! Uh, I heard Delta House. Ugly duckling. Delta House, right? Uh, Yeah, they have their they have the evil float that's gonna burst out. They're gonna pour marbles on the ground. I don't like this. Cat. What? You gotta uh-huh. cut to the scene. Huh? That parade went by more, quicker than, faster than normal. 
Okay, so cross your arms in this. Okay, let's take it again. Cross your arms. I know. This is not the first time this guy's been in a, in a motor mishap in this movie. It's like the 18th million time. At this point, he would probably like use a seatbelt yeah. at this point, or maybe like not drive. Call an Uber. <laughs> maybe like not drive. Yeah, I mean, the whole movie, you've been getting the car crashes. Maybe you should just like, you know. Take the Why bus. Why don't you get an Uber? It's 1985. Damn it. My phone doesn't work. We don't have Uber. I have to call a cab. Okay, we got German national anthem. Hello, this is young Danny DeVito. You called my taxi <laughs> service. Please hold. <laughs> it was rough back in the 80s. That's Louis right. De Palma. Louis De Palma. Me and Tom Kroll wrote a screenplay called Pals, and they were they were cab drivers and there nice. was the dispatcher it was pretty 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 good and bad pow I like I'm it. not proud of that script but as a concept if I wrote it today it'd be great there was a movie shot in San Francisco where it was all improvised and it was actors being like uh, taxi dispatchers and taxi drivers mm-hmm. I wish I could remember the name all of it all improvised yeah cool. so it was from the 80s it was kind of cool there was that one improvised uh, San Francisco film. It was a big indie hit, uh, 38th Geary, if you remember that. What was it called? 38 Geary. Oh, 38 Geary, which is on YouTube. Yeah, that was I featured. I want you to Google that. So you Google that from 1996. So movie shorts are me. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> Here we are, the final, like, yeah, da 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 da. What? It's we, gonna be like, run? A fat man. Huh? Huh? What? Ruin his whole uh, weekend. Huh? As I stand here from the dais, <laughs> I expect no sudden interruptions because there's a room full of professionals. They got us. Hello, I'm Officer Stevens, Puerto Rican Highway Patrol, Buenos Noches. How have you been? Good to see you. Nice uniform. You know, we should get some of these. I'm going to mention it to the chief. Stop that man! Please, stop that man. That's exactly what I was thinking, but earlier in the film. Right, yeah, it takes a while for even the cops to do anything. Duh, duh, they're all running out. Here comes the cops. Again, that's the Brea Convention Center. Wow, I love it. They rented it. This is a hey. big budget film, and it made money. Yeah, well, you got to spend money to make money. You just can't get like a free stadium. You have to pay money for the stadium. Yeah, you have to spend money to make money, but don't tell that to the producers of Boom. <laughs> yeah, right. Should not spend your money. Oh, now the so pr- many films that you uh, choose. Yeah, they lost money. Well, this one, you know, like I, I think when it comes to like the crazy teen comedies of the eighties, or uh, just the wacky police academy film, this one's a good solid police academy ripoff that uh, just yeah. worked. Yeah. And it was always on cable. It was always in the video shelf. Uh, I remember when it came out in the theater, it was on TV a lot. So now it's on YouTube, and it's completely a waste of time. What's going on with these guys? They're taking these like a mafia? I don't remember. 
I don't remember. I've seen this film. This is my third viewing. Oh, my God. I don't remember. But you've seen this movie before in the last 30 years, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So well, was what it? was memorable that it was um, the sergeant character, uh, the, the cop character, the it's not rocket science joke, the anti-gravity chamber. Wow. And that was it, pretty much. And I didn't think to myself that he was doing Bill Murray. I was just... No, I didn't notice I, that till later viewing, like later viewing it myself. Right. Yeah, I, I remember the, the ad, it was it was the signs. The poster was a bunch of crazy, like, highway signs. And mm-hmm. I just thought it was so funny that they're selling a movie by just showing the signs. <laughs> oh, and also, that I mentioned this last week, that the trailer had a vanity plate that said movie violations, and it had the expiration stick at being the month the movie was released April uh-huh. 15th That's and I thought that was funny like a terminal date okay so I'm so sorry even though I've seen this three times that little subplot I missed yeah I don't know who these people are like suddenly every member, every uh, student from the police academy is out right well they're still ch- that they're still chasing John Murray but the thing is that ledger is going to get their all their cars back and throw the guy in jail. And now they're they're wrapping it up like Blues Brothers. They're all running into the Hall of Records. Yes. Huh. This is formulaic and it's Hollywood and it was successful and right. the director knows his shit and it has star-studded. It was the only way you could listen to cl- good classical music in the theater. Right. Was going and, to these screwball comedies. <laughs> I'm here for the music. Right. Oh, you know Mar- Mozart's Cinchata 6? Uh, no, this is traffic. This is movie yeah. violations. Oh, this is the music for movie violations. Now, here's Robert Conrad, and of course it's like, I'll call you back later. There's the ledger, ledger, ledger. Uh-huh. All right, okay, then, let me take a look. You gotta look now. And everybody floods into the... What's going on? What's going on? Is he going to give a look where he looks at Judge Henderson and then gives a double take because she's in bondage gear? Yeah, yeah, they're in the S&M clothes. S&M clothes. I just never, I mean, for me, S&M is strictly on the weekends. Oh, so you're, you're more of an S&S. Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> right. I'm a weekend warrior when it comes to S&M. I'm not serious about it. Um... My my wife's safe word is raspberries. Uh huh. And my safe word is stop, Jesus! What the <laughs> fuck, girl? More like a safe phrase. Your your safe word is wait a minute, honey. Where'd you <laughs> learn that? Where'd you learn that? Where did that come Who from? Who've you been torturing? Yeah. Oh, is it they got okay. their degrees? Da, yeah, da, 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 sunshine da. day, and here's all your cards back. We're at the impound lot. Here's your keys and your licenses. And oh, so we're gonna meet again? They're gonna get married. Just so. kidding. I'm moving in with you. Oh, oh you are. Mm-hmm. That's right. So why don't you just follow me in your truck to my place so we can pick up my things? Jeffrey Tilly also. My bail. She, she's the voice on Family Guy too. She's the voice of Wendy was the a voice. Oh no, that was American Dad. What does she do on Family Guy? She's she's uh the cop's wife, Joe's wife. Uh oh. Okay. 
Oh, there's there's where's the beef? Oh yeah, where's Clara? the beef? Don't be silly. I can see as well as you can. Oh. Uh, she walks in the back seat. Oh, Miss Magoo, oh, you oh, did it again. Oh, Mr. Magoo. Mrs. Magoo. Look at Clara. Where's the beef? Oh, where's the beef indeed? Merry Christmas. Boy, Jennifer Tilly's got a real winner there. Oh, yeah, the, John Murray. With the truck, yeah. Yeah. Some extra bush. Now there's going to be a moving violation. Bum, 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 start of the ending credit theme song. Bum, 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 bum. Except you got to be more 80s. The guitar is playing with the drum machine, and I'm singing over that. Oh, they, he's regretting now. They've all been pulled over. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. Right. What? And he's like, did I make a mistake? Everyone's pulled over. Uh, Robert Conrad. I gotta put my hand on my palm. This isn't my face. There we go. Now I'm just grimacing. Did it get? Oh, here's the, the ending credits. They all died in Vietnam. Wow, that's fucking morbid. Dana Kennedy then went on to. Yeah. Appear in more regular graffiti. Nations, moving violations. The credits already. I, I'm not leaving until the credits are over. This is me, saxophone with the drum machine. Here's the players. Yeah. Synthesizer pop. See, Sarah Clara gets like six billing, but she's only in like six minutes of this movie. Well, she's part of the hype. What did you think, Mike? What did I think of movie violations? It's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, like what? it's a it's a solid example of this kind of like air bubble eighties movie where everything is heightened and nothing means nothing, you know, like. Well, it, no, it's a perfect choice for your show. Okay, they keep saying that. that. That means the movie's not good. What do you mean by that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the movie's got all the things that should make it great, like my science project or something, except for like the writing and the acting, like. I can't. I can't know, believe you're comparing it. How can you compare it? Well, I mean, it was a success. I, I mean, sometimes we have films that everyone knows about, but and talk about. But I feel like the fact that it's available on YouTube is important. Yeah, yeah, of course. Don't make it Vimeo. Oh yeah. That All right, no more Vimeo. Well, that's Lacey Ellen. Carl, what did you think of? Uh, I think this was a terrible film and what? it wasn't funny. It was and funny. It all the right. There were some funny moments. What's the matter, grumpy? Oh, sounds like you're a grumpy. <laughs> nice try, Santa. Oh, well, that happened. <laughs> all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, this is the part of the show where we want to shake that film off and uh, I want to announce that we yeah. are we'll be back next week next Sunday we will be broadcasting live as well as our podcast dropping and our podcast is L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T that stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube which is our Facebook page next week 
And Look, YouTube channel now. YouTube Check channel. YouTube oh, yeah. Channel, Carl's working on that. I got to send you some audio. Carl, Thank I've you. heard about this movie. It was on YouTube because I, I, from Crooks and Liars, which is a political blog, like a left-wing one. Uh-huh. And every week they have like a Saturday night at the movies. And they mentioned this movie. And I said, oh, my God, I can't believe this is on YouTube. It is like a cult movie of the cult movies. Have you ever walked into a video store and you went to the cult section? This movie is holding up the the bookshelf it's liquid <laughs> sky liquid sky from 1982 is on youtube and i have the liquid okay. sky trailer if you're typing that in right now from vladislav tuskerman so i thought I might well, tuskerman. why don't we play the trailer this will be next week's movie it's two it's an hour and 15 minutes and i saw this movie with john fonseca back wow, in the, when cool. it came out and uh, maybe uh, we could get John on the phone or record him That'd and he great. could he could tell reminisce about what he did to me while we watched this movie so here's the trailer oh uh, he, he really liked this film as it were oh I'm sorry my audio Oh no, this is this is the music of the liquid sky. So 80s. There's the Twin Towers. Here's the UFO ah. from the Twin Towers UFO. All yuppies. Oh my god, what if you done the Okay. Liquid sky. Liquid sky. <laughs> well, basically, it's aliens that come and they love heroin. They love the f- feeling of orgasm. And uh, um, guess what? Yeah. Guess what? What? Aliens didn't come. Humans. Humans. Humans love heroin. They love orgasm. But this is Liquid Sky. They, they're performance okay. artists from New York City. Ah, out of this world. But they have to have, see, look, they're having sex orgasm and they love it and the guy's gonna die. Do it. See? Whoa! What the fuck? 80s, what the fuck? Who's next? Who wants to teach me? You guys should turn the black light off. Adam Ant, are you next? You're right. Adam Ant without a shirt? That's a good call. Liquid Sky. God damn it. Wow, and that's at liquidsky.com. So that's this movie so lives looking on. Forward. So looking forward. Oh, yeah, right. They were ahead of their time back in 82. So that's next week's movie. We were going to watch Liquid Sky, which is another film that everyone is aware of. Uh, and we're not the first to talk about it, but it's on YouTube. And it's a, it's a cult classic. It's, you know, you have to. There won't be any shortage of movie reviews to watch this guy oh no no I mean if you type in Liquid Sky not only will you see the full length movie on YouTube but several like what the fuck was that about type of thing you know? <laughs> well well, I mean as always I will see the film before I like check oh, yeah. out you'll the do internet. the research yeah. I, I saw it with John Fonseca and yeah. you know they have like performances in it and John reenacted the performance and to a oh, very comedic God. effect he did a great job he really nailed it so maybe I could Funny get John. Funny the word job. No, jo- John did a good job. Yeah. yeah. 
it was a spoken word anyway so that's our movie uh we want to thank you so much carl thank you so much any exciting thank shows you, coming Michael. up uh i friday the 19th i'll be at broadway comedy club at 10 30 at night primetime spot wow. that's good that's good and then and that's in new york city i have a sunday april 28th a sunday i'll oh. be at a local bar here in clifton great the grand saloon but really it's what website all right carlsucks.com yeah yes now you're off to the deli no, I'm off to the deli in a couple weeks. Last Sunday of every okay. month, I will do a, a show at the Kavika's Ocean Beach Deli. And I am also doing two shows here in May on Saturday at 8 p.m., May 4th and May 11th. And that will be broadcast on mutinyradio.fm. So if you can't make it, uh, go ahead and make some plans. Get a babysitter and listen to the show live streaming. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you guys so much. Roast Beef Sandwich will be there. Roast Beef Sandwich from Kavika's Ocean Beach Deli will be there. Uh, Carl, thank you. The audience, thank Thank you. you. Uh, John Murray, thank you. And we will be back next week for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Bye. Friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and lace champagne tickles my nose. I love to pee outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with me. Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio
Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Back up, 
Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't know anything about it, sorry. All on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes, oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, was, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> 
It's that time of year again, March 1st through 5th. It's time for the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, five days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, five days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. Welcome to Muni Radio. Welcome to uh, G Money and Wustein. Um, we're going to do the regular show for the first hour, and I think Paralegal Jeff is on assignment, and he may be here for the second hour. We will see. We will play a little catch up, find out what he's been up to. Um, so let's quick run the. Uh, the spec or you know what the fuck and we're, we'll get the news and we'll pump it out real quick today all right here we go i want your men they wear i feel in me how do you feel i'm gonna explode you mean you're gonna explode i'm gonna explode watch out i'm gonna explode like atomic
octopus and his fleet of fast planes are nearing their destination in Tibet, the criminal thinking that Clint and Barney are no more. Meanwhile, the boys have captured the crew left in the secret hangar and from Chang, one of their number, learn that the octopus is flying to the great mountain range, Nian Cheng Tang La, otherwise known as the spirit of the expanse of great fear. Quickly, the boys lead Chang to a large map of Asia, which is hung on the wall of the room they're in, and ask him to point out the exact spot where the octopus plans to land. There you are, Chang. Point it out to us and make sure you show us the right spot. Oh, yes. It is here. You would call it the Black Pass. The Black Pass? A good hangout for the octopus, if you ask me, Clint. Oh, uh, yes. Get the latitude and longitude of the spot, Barney, while I telephone Ying. I want to know if he's getting the information on that six-passenger monoplane that we're going to use on our Tibetan flight. I'll also let Dr. Kingsley know that we're all right. Okay, pal. Now, you look close and make sure that that spot on the map is Black Pass, Chang, and then I'll get all the dope on paper. What can I do, Barney? Sit down and rest while you can, Speed, and you too, Bob. This may be the last time you can do it. Now, come close to the map again, Chang, and give me the lowdown. How does your head feel, Bob? Oh, great, Speed. I guess I must have a tough one. Scarcely know I'd ever been hit. I sure hope you can come to Tibet with us. With what you know about engineering on top of what Marsh's brother told you about his surveying plans there, you should be a big help. I hope I can go, too. I'm anxious to know what happened to Larry Winfield and if he's alive at all. He'll be there, I'm certain of that. Wouldn't Miss Marsh will be there, too? Probably. I sure hope she's all right. She's great, Bob. You'd like her a lot. I know I would, Speed. Judging by your picture and by what Larry told me about her. She was as brave as anything on the way over here on the China Clipper when the octopus was doing everything possible to turn us back. And now it's up to us to rescue her. Yeah. You know, much as I'd heard about the octopus and what he did, I never thought anybody could be as much of a sneaking rat as he is. And if you'd known then as much as you know now, Speed, would you have wanted to join the secret police? Would you have wanted to walk into such danger? Wanted to? See, I would have wanted to all the more. I've been talking a lot to the fellas back home when I was there, and we all say that gangsters like the octopus and his gang aren't brave or colorful or anything else. The only color they have is yellow, clean through. The sooner we get rid of them, the better off everybody will be. boy, Speed. We'll certainly do our part to get rid of the octopus. Yeah. Makes me sore that he got away from us this last time. But maybe it'll turn out all right after all. By following him, we'll probably find Miss Marcia. Yeah, I guess I got it all straight now. You through, Barney? Yeah, unless Chang here can tell us any more. Oh, no. Chang tell you all he knows. You know, he spoke us about smuggling Chinese from Tibet over the Himalayan mountains into India. How about him giving us that route, too? Then we can bottle that exit up on the octopus. It's a good idea. Yeah, but that'll take more time than we got right now. I think we ought to see what Clint learned from Ying and then get back to town as quick as possible. We can take Chang along with us for more questioning. While we're talking things over with Clint, we can leave him locked up in this room. You think he'll stay in here, Barney? Oh, sure. Only way out is that door. We can keep an eye on that all the while we're in the hangar. He wouldn't get far if he tried anything. Oh, no. Chang, stay here. Chang want to stay with Polisi. Now he told Octopus friend. Chang, afraid. Well, you just keep on being afraid. And don't try any funny stuff while we're gone. Do you hear? Oh, you're so tall, Chang. Chang, To make sure nobody else hears, I'm going to wreck this short wave set. Okay. Come on, then, you guys. Nobody will talk over that set again. 
Look, the ambulances from Hong Kong have arrived already. So it didn't take them long to get here. Guess that'll hold him. Only wish I had the octopus in there, too. Believe me, if we did, I'd break every bone. Wan Wu. Yes, Master. Call the hangar over the shortwave set. I want to make sure that all is well there. Yes, Master. Is this set on? Yes, I switched it on shortly after taking off. OC-1 calling OC-23. OC-1 calling OC-23, standing by for a two-way conversation. Give the operator time to tune in. OC-1 calling OC-23, standing by for a two-way conversation. Come in immediately, please. They do not answer, Master. Mm, strange. Even if the others had gone, there is always a man by the hangar short wave, sir. I've given strict orders. Try them again. OC-1 calling OC-23. OC-1 calling OC-23. Standing by. Come in, please. Still he does not answer. Juan Wu, something has gone wrong. I fear so, Master. What shall be done? Under other circumstances, I would send some of my planes back to the hangar to see what has happened. But now I must hold them to their course. Regardless of what has happened at the Hong Kong secret hangar, we shall continue on to the Black Pass in Tibet. Once there, or perhaps before we reach there, my men shall find a way of letting me know what has happened. Meanwhile, we shall prepare for a possible attack in the Black Pass. Would it not be better to change our course, to go directly to your headquarters instead of to the mountain station? No. I am taking no chances, Kwan Wu. And our exit was so hurried that I had no time to make plans to get in touch with all my Tibetan band. That I must do before setting foot in my headquarters. I want everything to be ready and running smoothly. So that we can begin our operations immediately? Yes. As I said, we shall prepare for a possible attack in Black Pass. But we shall not stay there any longer than necessary. And whoever may follow us, should they learn of our destination, will find the pass windy and desolate. <laughs> Providing they do not find us there, they will learn too late that their lives are ended. There's Clinton now. Yeah, what's the news from home, pal? Well, important news, boys. Ying cabled Chief Riley as the possibility of us following the octopus into Tibet. And the chief cabled back to follow through to the end. So now that we have an official okay, there's nothing to stop us. Nothing but the octopus and his gang. What about that monoplane, Clint? Ying is seeing to it that it'll be ready as soon as we want it. Is he going with us? Well, I doubt it, Bob. Uh, he's our chief man in China. It's important that he remain in Hong Kong to back up our operations in Tibet. I can't say for certain as to that, however. Depends on what happens before we return to the city. What about Doc Kingsley? Well, he was very relieved to hear from us and so worried over the whole affair that I didn't dare tell him what actually occurred. You know, I wish there was some way of getting him and Gene to safety and knowing that the octopus couldn't reach out for them. You really think you'll take him on our flight, Clint? I don't know. Depends mostly on what the doctor says, Steve. 
The doctor himself would be a valuable addition to our party, knowing Asia as well as he does and being a physician to boot. It's Gene that I'm worried about. Suffering wang doodles. Seems like there should be some safe place to leave the kid. This trip ain't going to be anything for a little girl. Yes, but I know the doctor would never consent to having her out of his sight. She faced actual death in their home. I think you'd rather risk taking her on the flight than leaving her in Hong Kong. Maybe we could find a safe place to leave her in Tibet. No, if she started off with us, she'd stay with us. If she did come along, however, I'm hoping we might locate Marsha Winfield. Then I could leave both Marsha and Jean in Bob's care, and we could track the octopus down without any worry as to their safety. By the way, Bob said we ought to ask Chang about the smuggling route between Tibet and India. Figured maybe we could nab the octopus gang there if we failed to find them at Black Pass. Yeah, sure enough. Oh, uh, where is Chang, incidentally? Back in the office. We locked him in. You know, I don't trust him. <laughs> Still, he seems so scared that he may have been telling us the truth. You mean all those directions about the mountains called the spirit of the expanse of great fear might have been all wrong? Yeah, but all we can do is follow one clue or another, Speed. And sooner or later, we'll catch up with the octopus. I see the wounded are all in the ambulances now. Oh, oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know those Hong Kong police are great fellows, aren't they? Wounded though they were, <laughs> they were laughing at the bad marksmanship of the octopus gunners. Laughing? What a sense of humor. Well, I guess you get that way if you hang around Hong Kong long enough and happen to be on the police force. <laughs> Say, Clint, have you happened to find anything to eat around here? I'm getting darned hungry. Golly, it has been a long time since breakfast, hasn't it? I was so excited about everything.